0: So, needless to say, there are quite a few of you who may find yourself offended at the statements I'm about to make. That includes... But it's not limited to fans Family members And friends But one thing is for certain It will be the truth And as the old saying goes, the truth shall set you free, but it's going to piss you off first. On a lighter note, now y'all get to see the downside to always being on camera when you go live because when you pop a pimple on your nose, which I suggest you never do, you end up with a blemish on your nose until it clears up. So now I'm sitting up here looking like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Like I'm about to lead Santa's sleigh tonight, which I'm pissed off about that amongst other things But as you can see from the title right And yeah, I said that to be funny because you know, I I can always laugh at myself unlike some other people. They don't have the ability to do that. So, as you can see from the title, I'm about to give you the reason, the main reason. Appreciate you, Jaron. By the way, Jaron, I sent out your sneakers today. They should be there. They should be there Thursday. They should be there by Thursday right It should be there by Thursday. So I'm about to explain to you the main reason. And some of you might not know this reason. But it's the main reason that the black man in America, regardless of what you wanna call him, whether you wanna call him the Asiatic black man, whether you wanna call him a member of the Lost Tribe of Shabazz, whether you wanna call him uh, 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 Ados, whether you wanna call him a foundational black American, regardless of the labels and regardless of what you wanna call the black man of America who is who has had the misfortune of having his forebearers enslaved. Shout out to Jeron, appreciate you. Regardless of what you want to call him, I'm gonna to explain to you the main reason why his, mine, yours. Failure is almost guaranteed. And I say almost guaranteed because there is a little slim chance, a little sliver that you may be able to overcome certain deficiencies and obstacles in order to accomplish your goals. But that only proves that if you had sufficient resources It only proves what you would be capable of if you were able to operate under the same modus operandi as every other group of men walking the globe. Oh yeah, it's about to get real. It's about to get real. It's about to get real. So I'm gonna say this. Even though I should not have to say it. I need 20 people to hit the Cash App and support the show for this raw, uncut truth that I'm about to bring. And like I said before, at the beginning with my disclaimer, there's going to be quite a few people that are going to be offended by this. But, you know, as the old saying goes, if the shoe fits, wear it. shout out to peaceful pulley. Oh yeah, and you know what I broke out today? So I got on show you guys what I got on real quick. Before we get into the before we get into the business I got on that Billionaire Boys Club. And I got on them Nike Air Adapts. that lace they, laced they up. You feel me? I had to break them out. Now, some of y'all thought the shoe was ugly. And I, I didn't really think it was ugly as much as I thought it was a little space age, a little weird looking. But it actually looks better when you wear it. Shout out to retired Navy vet. It actually looks better when you wear it. And oh, my God. These are some of the most comfortable shoes I've ever wore in my life. Like, I'm not even joking. Like, the level of comfort is ridiculous. The level of comfort is ridiculous. I'm not even going to front. But. We're going to tap into this. Because it's about to get real. Shout out to Egg. Appreciate you. Now, the reason why this particular discussion is so important is because this is overlooked. It's overlooked. It's overlooked. It's diminished. And no one else seems to care because it doesn't affect them and brothers don't care because you can't miss something you never had right you can't miss something you never had right Shout out to ibo sosa it just depends on which kind which color you get or whatever they're anywhere from anywhere from three to four something like that appreciate you naz so in this discussion i will be speaking strictly for black men And depending on what type of black man you are, you might be offended. But if you are not a black man, you are going to definitely be offended. And I really don't give a shit. I really don't care. I really don't care because this type of thing is always ignored. So, what is the main reason? What is the main reason that the black man's failure is almost guaranteed? Let me see if anybody knows the reason. Put the reason in the chat room if you feel like you know the reason. Put the reason in the chat room if you feel like you know the reason. Shout out to T Dollar Appreciate you. Said the game is rigged because of our own people. Let's see, they have a feminine mindset. (sighs) Cause we're all set up to fail, no representation. Those are a lot of good answers. Those are a lot of good answers. Now, I want you to keep in mind, I'm not talking about the lazy, good for nothing, raggedy, sorry, non productive black men. That's not who I'm talking about. I'm talking about the productive, intelligent, well to do, Upwardly mobile black men, that's what I'm talking about Your failure is almost guaranteed And if not your failure Your productivity is hindered Shout out to Tony S. He said, discipline. Nope. JLJ 504 HD said, bring that fire like Randy Johnson on the mound at the bottom of the eighth. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. Grinch said, priorities and burden of those that depend on us. That's a good answer, but no. No. No, that's a good answer, but no. But when I say this answer When I say this answer Every last one of you brothers And let me move the car Because this sun is in my face And I don't like that But when I say this answer I guarantee you that every single one of you brothers is going to feel this shit. You're going to feel it. You're going to feel it in your bone marrow. I know we'll park right here. Put the sun behind us. <sighs> RJ, appreciate you. Said they don't pull other blacks up, that's why. Nope. The reason, the number one reason why, as a black man, you are almost guaranteed to fail is because you do not have any damn help. Shout out to Sadie D. He said, because woman has never been his ally by and large. That's part of it. That's part of it. You do not have any help. Now, let me expand upon this. Everybody knows That as a man You can only get so far By yourself When it comes to being successful You, you You can only do so much yourself This is the predicament that I find myself in right now Right? You can only do so much And Most black men think that they'll be able to delegate responsibilities to other people, but there's a discrepancy in that as well, right? So everybody knows in order for you to be massively successful, you have to have a team. You have to have lawyers, you have to have accountants, you have to have business managers, you have to have all types of things, right? You have to have all types of things. Now, for every other group of men, this is not a problem. It's not a problem, not even close to being a problem, right? Because with every other group of men, they can go out and they can hire attorneys, they can go out and they can hire whoever and and you know they'll be able to get whatever they need done they'll be able to get it done now most of you will say well wait a minute angry man what do you mean what do you mean other men can go out and hire attorneys and stuff like that we can do that oh you can you can but there's one thing that you don't understand You are the one group On the planet That are not acknowledged And respected As men You are the one group of men Who are not acknowledged and respected as men Now, why does that present a problem? It presents a problem because once you start, let me ask you guys this. To all of the men out here that are about their business, right, how many times have you ever hired someone to do something for you and they acted like they were doing you a favor the entire time they were doing it. Malika said several times. Now, here's the thing I'm going to point out to you that you may not notice, that you may not realize. Ray said, bro, I'm having that problem with a worker as we speak, fam. Of course, of course. The reason why when you as a black man go out and hire an attorney or an accountant or whatever, the reason why they do that is because you're a black man, period. Point blank, period. They don't respect you, so they do not respect your authority. See, if you kick out money, To hire someone to do something. You are now their employer. But what you have to realize. Is as a black man. When you hire other races of people. They don't respect you as a man. So since they don't respect you as a man. They act like they're doing you a favor. By taking your business. Okay. Now, any logical black man would say, oh, well, I could solve that problem real easy. All I gotta do is hire black men. But there's only one problem with that. Black men are worse than the other groups of men when it comes to you hiring them. Because they suffer from the same ideological views that caused those other groups of men not to respect you in the first place, okay? So, you being able to create a dream team, appreciate you Ari, Ari said good evening AM, you being able to create a dream team is gonna be very difficult, appreciate your Dark power, if not rare, right? This is why whenever a black man comes across the right representation, he blows up, right? Brolic, appreciate you, you said, I noticed that with my lawyer. Yeah, they feel like they're doing you a damn favor. Because in their mind, You're not supposed to be able to do any of that shit anyway. You're supposed to just accept life as it is and as it comes and whatever it is, that's what it is. Shout out to Thrill, appreciate you. Now, everybody knows, if you've read any of the books that I've broke down, that I've, you know, recommended, right, You know that every last one of those books about success talks about the mastermind It talks about how you have to put a team around you Robert kiyosaki talks about that all the time How you have to have a team right now? I've even broken this down for you in streams that i've done right Already when you're in school, you're already taught to fail Why are you taught to fail? You're taught to fail because when you're in school and you take a test, you do the test by yourself, right? Sean, I appreciate you. You do the test by yourself. Now, if you get your buddies to help you with your test, that's cheating. Now, I want you to keep in mind, you do that for 12 years, So you have 12 years of training that tells you that if you ask for help from a friend or you ask for help from someone else or you ask someone else for the answers, that's cheating. So you're taught that you have to be successful by yourself. Then you get out here in the real world and out here in the real world, the only people who succeed are people who have a team. When it comes to success, finance, business, things of that nature, that's a team sport. And the people who have the best teams win, period, right? Which is why you consistently and constantly see black men losing. Because they don't have teams. Now, if you're like me, what you have noticed is that you seem to accomplish more when it's just you. Because if you go get homeboys to be part of your team and or you hire somebody to be part of your team, they seem to hinder you more than help you. See, this is yet another one of those catch-22s. See, when you have a team, it allows you to get up here. When you're by yourself, you can only get to right here. But here's the catch. When a white guy, Asian guy, Middle Eastern guy, Latin guy gets a team, he goes from here to here. When a black man gets a team, He seems to stay right here. When a black man gets a team, unless he gets a good team, he stays right here. In fact, he might even drop down a little lower. And the reason why is because when it's just you by yourself, you don't have the overhead of paying extra people and all of that crap. The whole point of you investing into extra people and all of that is to push you up to another level. But if you remain in the same spot, it actually makes you drop lower because now you have to pay people to do this and do that, right? So we've established and we understand that as a black man, in order for you to go to the next level or to, to become a multi-millionaire or to have a multi-national company, corporation or whatever, in order for you to do all of that, you have to put together a little quasi dream team. But how can you do that when you go and hire a business manager who Feels like he's doing you a favor. Said the Wu-Tang Clan could not form today. True. So if he feels like he's doing you a favor, he's not going to go above and beyond on his job in order to get you to the next level. Right. Haven't you ever wondered why? Somebody like a Jay-Z will go to the next level. Somebody like a TI will go. Haven't you ever wondered what separates them from other rappers? It's their representation. It's their representation. That's what separates them. They picked the right people to represent them. Right? So you go out and get a business manager. He feels like he's doing you a favor. So in other words, you got to hound him to get him to do his job. You go get a lawyer. You got to hound him to get him to do his job. Right? So how on God's green earth, because the entire point of delegating responsibility is to take whatever that job is off of your plate so that you could maximize your time. You could maximize, you know, it's, it's better time management. The entire reason you're building a team is for time management, right? Now, what inspired me to talk about this Is I told you guys yesterday that lately I've been watching snowfall. On top of watching snowfall, I'm going through some of this goofiness myself as we speak. But if you notice on snowfall. Franklin is surrounded by surrounded by a bunch of morons. Have you noticed that? Anybody that watches Snowfall, have you noticed that Franklin is surrounded by a bunch of incompetent people? This is why, why do you think, why do you think we loved The Wire so much? You know the reason why you love The Wire so much? Because for the most part, Avon had a team of dudes that was on point, okay? Marlo had a team of dudes that was on point. The reason why you like that show so much is because it's one of the few times you get to see black people working as a unit, even if they were doing something they wasn't supposed to be doing. The efficiency of it is what caught your attention. The efficiency of it. That's what caught your attention. So. You find yourself in a predicament And I'm here to tell you right now That as a black man When you hire contractors Or you hire lawyers Or you hire business managers Or you hire promoters Or you hire whatever it is you're hiring If they are non-black Simply because you're a black man. They're not going to respect you and they're not going to respect your dollar. It's rare if they do. If you find somebody that does, you're lucky and you need to stick with them. But they don't respect you and they don't respect your dollar. Which makes it very difficult for you to progress and be as productive. See... I know that if I do something, I'm going to do it right. And that's the position that most black people, black men find themselves in. You know, if you do it, you're going to do it right. But there's only a certain amount of time in the day. There's only a certain amount of time in the day. And see, if you're like me, you dread putting together a team like right now I need a team right now. I need a team. I need a personal assistant. I need a, a a video editor. I need a business manager. I need an accountant. I need a better lawyer. There's a few things I need. But I dread putting that together because I don't want my job to turn into making sure all those motherfuckers do their job. You see what I'm saying? I do not want my responsibilities to become making sure that a bunch of other grown motherfuckers handle their responsibilities while I'm also paying them. I'll give you a prime example. I'll give you a prime example. There's a Latin lady that I hired to clean my place once a month, right? Once a month. So I've gotten into a little bit of a back and forth through the text message with her because she'll hit me up and tell me, I'm not gonna be able to come this day I'm going to come this day. And I'm looking at the text message like, well, first of all, I'm paying you. So you don't tell me when you're going to come. You, you, you ask me if you can come on this day instead of this day because of a scheduling conflict or something like that. Right? So number one, already disrespect, right? Already the disrespect. Number two, I knew that over the weekend, now she had just cleaned my apartment or whatever, right? Now keep in mind, I like her because she does a good job, which means when I get a freaking house, I'd probably use her and she would get more money because a house is bigger, right? So she had just. Cleaned the apartment a couple weeks ago Right, so it hadn't been a month, right And I knew that my Sisters were coming to visit So, you know, when you have company You want to make sure that everything is is, You know, you want nobody visiting your house And your house is dishuffled, right So I sent her a text message asking her if she could come And She calls me And she's like Oh you, you need me to come this week It, it hasn't been a month yet And, and I'm thinking to myself like do you want to make money? Isn't isn't that what you're in business for? Aren't you in business to make money? Now, now here's the thing. Now, Soul Shady, you said you're fired, right? But here's the catch-22 that a black man finds himself in. Here's the catch-22 that, that a black man will find himself in. You have someone who cleans your house and does a very good job. But they have that attitude, that mentality, simply because you're a black man. Now, yeah, you could be like, you're fired, but guess what? Now, you gotta try and find a replacement. Now you gotta try and find a replacement who is going to do the job just as good for for the same amount of money. And nine times out of ten, you're going to deal with the same attitude because even though you replace the person cleaning, you're still going to be black. You're still going to be a black man. You're still going to be a black man. And it's not limited. Look, here's the thing. It is not limited to the people you hire. It's not limited to the people you hire. Okay. In my apartment complex. There are certain things in my apartment. That periodically need to be repaired, just like anybody else's apartment. Now, you could be a person that never gets any complaints from you living in that apartment complex. You could pay your rent on time every single month. And you go down to the freaking leasing office to complain about them repairing something And they treat you like they're doing you a fucking favor. They treat you like they're doing you a fucking favor. And you have to literally get in their ass... And explain to them Because see Part of the reason why They do this with black men Is because they think We're all a bunch of ignorant Illiterate Dumb motherfuckers that don't know anything So you literally have to explain to them Look I pay my rent every month Per the lease agreement You are contractually obligated to repair any repairs in this apartment. That's your responsibility. And if you do not live up to that responsibility, I will have no other choice than to contact the housing authority. Because guess what, all of that is regulated. You're not allowed to rent apartments or houses to people and take your sweet ass time repairing stuff. That's not the way the world works. But they'll do that with black people. They'll do that with black people. Partially because black people have such low standards. Also, because they think black people don't have enough sense to like, like this. I'll give you a prime example. Shout out to Jaws. He said, I had this issue in an old apartment with a tree about to fall on our building. It took me to contact the regional manager to get it removed. Word. So The apartments that my sister used to stay in, right Some of the kids were Some of the teenagers were out in the breezeway And the cops rolled through there And told them that they couldn't be hanging out in the breezeway Right Gabe said misrepresented Yeah And I told them, I said The only reason the police get away with that is because y'all allow them to get away with that. And so a couple of people that rent the apartments in that place, they said, well, no, that's actually one of the rules of the apartment that you're not allowed to hang out in the breezeways or whatever, right? I said, again, the reason they're able to do that is because you allow them to do that. Okay, people people forget that businesses are only in business because you patronize their business. But see, if black people had any damn standards, when they go to look at those apartments and they say to them, Well, nobody's allowed to hang out in the breezeways. Oh, well, guess what? I'm not renting here. I'm not renting here So basically what you're telling me is that When I go out to work Or I go out to a grocery store Or something when I come home I need to just go in the house I can't be outside No, We're we not doing this This is an apartment complex not a prison Okay But Not to go off on a tangent about that And by the way, hit the cash app. I need 10 people. No, it's actually 15 people. I need 15 people to hit the cash app and support the show because we about to go deeper into this. We about to go deeper into this. And you're going to know once I'm finished why it's so difficult for you to succeed as a black man. Okay? So, you can't build a team, you can't build a proper team by paying, see the sad part is everybody that you pick to be on your team, you have to vet them. You may even have to go through trial and error. You may have to have a couple of lawyers, a couple of uh, business managers, a couple of accountants before you actually find one that's actually worth his damn salt and isn't walking around with this fucking archaic mentality towards black men, right? But most of the time you have to go, you have to find that out through trial and error, which defeats the purpose of time management. It also could be a costly endeavor, right? Now, here's the other part. The other part is building your team based upon people that you know, dudes that you know. Right. Well, guess what? You might as well just throw that out the window. The days of black men teaming up together to accomplish something. Them days are gone. Them days are gone. Them days are gone. Those days are gone. You cannot trust another black man, unfortunately, to help you in business. And the reason why, DeAndre said, great topic, AM salute, appreciate you. The reason why is because black men are so prone to jealousy. They're so prone to jealousy. They don't know how to play their position. I mean, you see that all over YouTube. You got dudes running around here talking about some, I'm not no beta. How dare you call me a beta? Everybody wants to be an alpha. Which is like everybody in the government wanting to be the president. At any given moment, at any given moment, everybody in the government thinks they should be the president. If everybody in the government thought they should be the president, the government would not function. Because everybody cannot be a chief. You have to have Indians. Everybody cannot be a general. You have to have privates. You have to have corporals. You have to have and see the crazy thing about it is this is how messed up, you know, the mentality of black men is because They don't even understand a beta is second in command a beta would be the vice president A beta would be the capo A beta would be the underboss A beta has rank But they talk about beta like there's only two categories either you the man or you not So guess what if you the man And you're putting together the team. The only thing you're creating. Let's say you go out and get five of your homeboys. Let's say that you have a business. You go out and get five of your homeboys to help you run that fucking business. The only thing you've done is you've recruited five Negroes that are going to constantly be at your throat trying to dismantle you so that they can be the, the, the only one. This is what happened When I tried to create the commission here on YouTube. Now to go back to what I was saying about snowfall. If you remember in snowfall, when, when, uh, um, Franklin started, he got his two homeboys, right? He got his two homeboys, Leon and Kevin when the essays took out kevin's cousin and one of his friends he just couldn't let it go he just couldn't let it go now franklin knew and understood that if they messed with that dude that was going to start a war right joseph appreciate you that was going to start a war so basically He's like, I'm going to just be patient because you never know what could change. Right. But he just couldn't let it go so much so that now he's damn near plotting on Franklin, you know, sowing seeds of dissent, telling Leon, don't trust Franklin. Don't trust him. Yeah, he got us these houses, but the houses is under his corporation. We don't really own these houses. It's like Negro, he didn't have to do that. You making money just like he making money. Go buy your own damn house. And then he gonna give Franklin a lecture. Talk about some, You, uh, I, I realize that you didn't change. You always been this way. Now I want you to keep in mind. Because Leon said something. He said, "Bruh, we didn't have shit before Franklin did what he did. And that's real shit. But niggas don't look at it that way. This is what the 48 laws of power means when it says, don't put too much trust in friends, learn how to use enemies. Cause friends are prone to entitlement. You feel me? You could be a dude that has the talent to accumulate millions of dollars. And you could put your homeboys on who would otherwise be sitting around broke. And after they get some money in their pocket, get some new clothes, a nice car, then all of a sudden they look at you like, you ain't shit as if you had to do that. And I'm telling you what it all boils down to. It all boils... Look, if those two dudes, if, if Leon and, and freaking Kevin would have been under a white guy, they would not have fucking operated that way. They would not have operated that way, bruh. They only do that with other black men, okay, they only do that with other black men, and yo, we need 15 people to hit the cash app, man, support the show, man, support the show, man, like, this is part of it, this is part of it right here, every show, I have to do the same thing, Even if I'm saying something pertinent, even if I'm saying something that you can benefit from, even if I'm saying something that you can make money off of, even if I'm saying something that will benefit your life, I got to constantly say hit support the show, support the show, support the show, support the show, support the show. If I was a white guy, I wouldn't have to do that. If I was a white guy, I would not have to do that. I wouldn't have to do that. I tell you, man, what James Baldwin said was 100% true. He said to be a black man in America and have some semblance of consciousness is to be in a state of rage 24 seven, because it's infuriating. D Young, appreciate you. It's infuriating, D appreciate you. It is infuriating to be a black man and to be intelligent enough, right? says zag and need counseling appreciate you bro to be a black man and to be intelligent enough to know what you want to do and to be able to map it out and plan it out like i could plan it out right now Samuel, appreciate you bro appreciate that 50 spot i can plan it out right now but the only problem is i don't have enough people to execute what i'm trying to do You see? And what's the point of having somebody do something if you got to go behind them and and clean up what they did because they half-assed did it, right? Appreciate you, Bronze Dip. Says supporting my interest, AM. Appreciate you. What difference do it make? If you got to go right behind them, if you got to go behind them and clean up what they did, you may as well have did it in the first place. This is the position I find myself in. Yo, back in the day, back in the day, When I would start little businesses or whatever or do little collaborations or whatever, you know, with with homeboys or or family members or friends, it always ended the same way. I would always get fucked over. It wasn't until I got smart enough to realize I need to do shit my way on my own terms by myself and then I'll be able to accomplish something. And that's when I was able to accomplish something. But the only problem is. You can only do so much by yourself. So you find yourself stuck between a rock and a hard place. You find yourself in this precarious position. This counterintuitive position. To where. You need a team. To rise higher than you're at. But. As a black man, if you pick a team, it might hurt you more than it'll help. Just think about how frustrating that is. Just think about how fucking ignorant that is, right? Just think about it. Now, here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. And I know. Yeah, the the definition, you know what, bronze dip? Here's the funny thing. That should be the definition of a black man. When you pull up black man in the dictionary right next to it, it should say can't win for losing. That's what it should say. That is what it should say. Can't win for losing. That is the definition of a black man. Appreciate you, Shakedown. He said, AM, I feel you. I like ish done right the first time. Great points. Exactly. Like, for instance, the show that I watch on Netflix with Kenya Barris, right? Keith, appreciate you. With Kenya Barris, right? Now here, Kenya Barris is a writer, right? He wrote, he wrote um blackish. He wrote, he wrote for a bunch of different shows, right? Now, I want you to keep in mind, he's worth $75 million, right? But on the very first episode, he was talking about the difference between black and white men. And he was like, yo, man. He was like... He was at the freaking... uh, um, He was at the brunch and he came out and... um. The writer for Frasier and Wings and all that—he was out there, and he—they pulled the valet pulled his car up. He had a Prius, and you know Kenya had this exotic car, and the guy started cracking jokes on him, talking so about some. What else did you get at the Vin Diesel auction? Blah blah blah, right? And so he's like, I no. He's like, no. You don't have to. He's like, no. Don't apologize. He said, you're successful. You deserve this car. He said, I wish I could pull this car off. Bennett appreciate you said great topic he said but you know if if as a white guy you know if, if I were to try to drive a car like this I would be you know I people would assume I was compensating for something right and so Kenya made a point he said he said to his wife he said isn't that jacked up he said a white guy can drive a dirty Prius and nobody think anything he said as a black man if I drive a dirty Prius that's just confirmation of my failure as a black man But if I go out here and get a a Bentley or something like that, then I'm just some ignorant rap monkey who spent all my money on a fly car. He said, this is crazy. He said, the white man is is unstoppable. Like he's created a narrative where he always wins. And and created a narrative for us where we always lose. And it's some real shit. Now, as he's talking about this, his assistant who was a white guy who can barely pay his rent comes in there and he's like well you know I for one would be upset if you got rid of the chains and if you got rid of the fly clothes and the car and all of that stuff he's like what it's like you know I you know I can't really wear stuff like that but you know you pull it off like i mean you you're you're a pretty cool guy or whatever he's like yo what is happening right now and and you know he He's sensitive enough. See, not not all black men are acute and sensitive enough to know when that shit is going on. But he's like, bruh, I employ you. Just the fact that his personal assistant was brave enough to say that shit to him is crazy. He's like, you know, I. I I, you know, I would never buy a chain like that, but you know, I, I think it's cool, you know, your whole Dude, do, do you have any earthly idea? If a white guy had a black assistant and he said that type of shit to him, he would fire him instantly. But again, this goes back to what I said before. If you have a personal assistant that actually is good at his job or whatever, or halfway good at his job, you don't wanna fire him because now you gotta look for another personal assistant and nine times out of 10, they're gonna do the same shit because the whole world's perception is to talk to black men like we're fucking children. Shout out to Tony S. He said, when did the word beta become a profane word? To execute a plan, every player must know their role. If I didn't submit to my master tutelage I wouldn't be a martial arts master today. That's facts. The Mac said, you're speaking facts. This hits home for me. I almost lost my business because my own family wanted to be the one instead of working together. The amount of money that could have been made was ruined by egos and, the, and a Jesus complex. Facts. Facts, bro. Facts. And I'm just sitting here like, bruh, It's, it's crazy when you really think about it, right? Like for instance, like right now, there will be times, like remember, how many of you remember when I did that stream and I was talking about, I forgot what topic I was talking about. I was talking about black male unity or black men working together or black men having standards. I can't remember what I was talking about, but there was a guy in the chat room that was telling me I didn't know what I was talking about. He was like, you don't know what you're talking about, angry man. You're crazy. You don't know what you're talking about. Right. And so I told him, I said, I said, I'm gonna pull up the I'm gonna pull up. The stream yard, so you can join the conversation, you can explain to me what I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about, right? If I don't know what I'm talking about, explain it to me. So when I pull him up on the freaking stream yard, this dude is literally in the back of a tractor trailer loading it, right? Loading it. Shout out to Fug357, he said, much appreciated to your content. So he's in the back of the thing. He's like, I'm at work. What are you doing? I'm loading a truck. Now keep in mind, the last time I had a job like that, I was 18 years old with no damn responsibilities, right? And look, I'm not trying to shit on nobody that loads trucks or works in warehouses and shit, but just think of the audacity. Just think of the audacity that a black man who has a job that is a low-level job, loading trucks, which means he has a boss and probably a couple of supervisors, how he feels that he's equal to me to tell me something. Just let, I want you to think about that for a second. I want you to really think about that for a second. A dude that's probably making barely above minimum wage. This is a guy that's not making 30000 a year. He's not making 30000 a year. But he's going to come to my channel and check me. A nigga that's a six-figure nigga. That got it out the mud. Like, am I the only one that finds something wrong with that? Like, am I the only one that finds something wrong with that? Blacks World said, I used to load trucks, then I started driving them. 21 years. Facts. I used to load trucks too. But when I was loading trucks, I didn't feel that I was in a position to lecture niggas that was their own boss. I, I didn't feel that I was in a position to lecture niggas that made four, five, even six times what... I did not feel the need, I did not feel not only the need, but I didn't feel justified in giving no nigga a lecture that made damn near 10 times what I made. You, you get what I'm saying? Because it's like, bruh, in order for you to get to a certain level, you got to know something. You got to know something. There ain't but a handful of people in the world that just fall ass backwards into money if you are a black man, like if you're a black man and you reach a certain level, you've overcome obstacles. You basically hit the lottery, the equivalent of the freaking lottery. How the hell you gonna have another black man talking to you like you don't know shit and you still at the damn level where you haven't overcome those obstacles. That makes no sense, but it goes on all the time. It goes on all the time. It goes on all the freaking time. All the time. It goes on all the time. Please please explain to me how that makes sense. Someone explain to me how that makes sense. And I haven't even got to the worst part yet. I'm saving the worst part for last. I'm saving the worst part for last. I haven't even got to the worst part yet. Now most of you are probably saying, wow, what do you mean the worst part? What could possibly be worse, right? Probably like what, what could be, he said, damn, there's a worse part, man. Yeah, there's a worse part. There's a worse part. There's a worse part, Ray. There's a worse part. The reason that your success as a black man is almost guaranteed to not happen is because no matter what you do, no matter where you are, no matter how you operate, no matter what industry you're in, as a black man, you are alone. You're alone. You're alone. Now if you overcome the odds and you put together a ragtag motley crew of people that halfway function, well, when you become successful, they're gonna be right there to take credit for it. If you fail, shout out to D Remedy, if you fail, they're gonna pretend like they had no part in your failure, right? But you're alone, you're alone, the, the only way The only way that you can succeed is, one, you cannot surround yourself with niggas. Darren, appreciate you. You can't surround yourself with niggas. So whenever you guys look at some of these famous entertainers and they have these white lawyers and white managers and white accountants and white this and white that, you can't be mad at them. You can't be mad at them. You cannot be mad at them because if you surrounded yourself with black lawyers, black accountants, black everything, you're going to fail. I'm telling you that. I'm telling you that you're going to fail because they are not going to fucking do their job because they're not going to respect the fact that you're their boss. They're not. They're not. Because once you get to know them, they're going to think that you're friends, they're going to think you're friends. And once they think you're friends, they're going to start getting into the habit of thinking that you're they're doing you a favor. Okay? Now. On the flip side of that. Even if you go out here and get white guys, To run your businesses for you Even if you go out here and get white guys To be your lawyer Your your business manager Your accountant Your whatever right Even then You're not gonna succeed Unless You are a shrewd Ass businessman In other words The moment That one of those White guys does something wrong you fire his ass. That's the only way. Because if you notice, the only dudes that really succeed when they put a team together are shrewd businessmen. Your, your, your Jay-Z's, your 50 cents, your Rick Ross's, your ditties. Like you got a damn, let me tell you something. I can tell you this right now. As a black man, if you hire a bunch of niggas to work for you, you're fucked. If you hire a bunch of white guys to work for you and you still operate under morality, you're fucked. That's why when people look at Jay-Z and say, oh, Jay-Z grimy, he gotta be. People look at uh, P. Diddy and say P. Diddy grimy. He gotta be. 50 cent, grimy he gotta be he gotta be that's the only time you get respected that's the only way that's the only way you halfway get respected as a black man Samurai Will said, I can't agree with the black law firm thing because of Johnny Cochran. He held it down. One nigga. This motherfucker gave me one nigga. One. He gave me one nigga that ain't even alive no more. He he, he named one nigga that ain't even alive no more. Guess what? Guess what, Samurai will. Guess what? A white guy could be in the same circumstances. He can go out here and get a random white attorney and beat that case. It's just like Chris Rock said. Chris Rock said he live in Jersey. He said, just to give you an idea of the people that live in his neighborhood, he said Mary J. Blige live in his neighborhood. He said Mary J. Blige has a house out there. Jay Z has a house out there. He said, you know who his? He said, you know what his his uh, uh, next door neighbor does for a living? He's a dentist. He's a dentist. You said Jay Prince. Look, we can't use Jay Prince as an example. Using Jay Prince as an example is like using Supreme as an example. Or using Big Meech as an example. You got to damn near be a freaking, I'm not going to put it out there. I'm not going to put it out there. But in order to get Negroes to work for you properly, you you got to be the type of dude to be willing to do certain things that you may not be willing to do. And you shouldn't have to, you should not have to be an arch criminal just to get your team to do their jobs. Now you starting to see are you are you everybody is watching this are you starting to see what I'm explaining to you? The double standard the the, the ridiculous criteria. Shout out to Walter H. He said, when I started my business in 2019, I hired family members. Waste of money. Fired them all. As soon as I did, the bread started flowing in. I do have a black accountant, though, but he's in his 60s, so he may be a different breed. Yeah, if you got a good one, if you got a good one, stick with him. Shout out to David, he said, good show, did finish to watch Snowfall, I'm in season two. Me too, fam. Well, I finally got to season three. Shout out to Bennett, he said, great topic. Shout out to Keith, shout out to Samuel, shout out to American Negro, shout out to D. shout out to D Young, shout out to Joseph, shout out to Sean, shout out to Thriller, shout out to Dark Power, shout out to Ari, shout out to Retired Navy. Shout out to Ronan. He said, keep cooking, double M. Shout out to Peaceful Pulley. Shout out to Jaron, J- excuse me, Jaron. Shout out to Jaron. Shout out to Gerard. He said, facts, our people will slack because you're black. Yeah. They won't pull that shit with somebody white. But they'll try that with somebody black all day. Mogul Mays, he said, and as a black man, it's as if all you got to a degree, especially with your aspirations. Shout out to Jamil. Now, let's get to the worst part. Let's get to the worst part. Now, at the very least, you can't trust your homeboys. It's a gamble whether or not they are gonna be solid. You gotta risk losing money to find the right accountant, to find the right business manager, to find the right team members, to build whatever it is you're trying to build. You can't trust family Because family will take advantage of the fact that their family will behave entitled, will fuck up your money and your business. But at the very least, at the very least, you shouldn't be alone because you should be able to depend on your wife, Woman or girlfriend. But guess what? You can't even depend on her. You can't even depend on her. You can't even depend on her. her. As a black man, you can't even depend on her. Now, if you are a Latin man, you can start a business and you could get your whole family to run the business for you. If you're an Asian man. You can start a business. And you can get your whole family to run the business for you. If you're a Middle Eastern man. You can start a business. And you can get your whole family to run it for you. If you're an African man. You can start a business. Get your whole family to run it for you. If you're a white man you can start a business, get your whole family to run it for you. Now, if you can't get your family to run it for you, if you're those particular type of men, you can go out here and hire people and they will respect your business. If you're an Asian man, you'll get respect from every group of men, every group of women working at your business. If you're a Middle Eastern man, You'll get every group of men and women respecting your business. Same thing with any other group of men. Now these other group of men, at the very least, they can depend on their wife or their girlfriend to run their business for them, to do their books, all of that shit, right? This is what I've learned about black women. Black women are only strong and independent to your detriment, never to your benefit. Black women are only strong and independent to your detriment, never to your benefit. A black woman, shout out to Mogul Mays, he said the family structure plays a crucial part in business the patriarch, patriarch and respect for masculinity has, has to be there. Check this out. A white guy. A Latin guy. An Asian guy. A Middle Eastern guy can hire your wife to perform a function in his business. And she will do her job to the fucking letter. She will do her job to the fucking letter. But you can ask her to do something for you. And she will take her sweet ass fucking time doing it if she fucking does it at all. In fact, I got an analogy for you or better yet, before we go into the analogy, did you ever notice, did you ever notice that when a black woman is by herself? She will go so damn hard in the fucking paint. If she owns a business, she will grind her fucking ass off. If she works for a Fortune 500 company, she will grind her fucking ass off. She will accomplish goal after goal after goal, Right? Appreciate you official She get with you And all of a sudden She don't know how to do none of that shit no more And I don't give a shit what nobody said. You know what I think the logic behind it is? Because here's a good analogy for you. Here's a good analogy for you. Black women are like basketball players. That play like Michael Jordan. When they're in a one on one game. In a one on one game, they play like Michael Jordan. I'm talking about steals, rebounds, scoring, dunking, defending. as a solo player, are phenoms. But the moment they get on a damn team, When they're solo, they play like Michael Jordan. When they're on a the team, they play like LeBron when he's losing, when when he played. When they're on a the team, they play like LeBron play when he's on the team with Dwayne Wade and, 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 uh, and what's his face. Bosh, yeah. When they're on a team, they play like LeBron played when he had when he had like it's it's almost like it's either one or two things going. See the one or two things going. They the fall back cuz they want you to do everything or or it's more sinister than that. Now me personally, I believe That they fall back Because they don't want you to benefit from their grind Or their hustle That's what I think That's just me just guessing That's just me just guessing and in incel. That was not no bullshit. LeBron is only the goat in your motherfucking mind, bro. So, so how are you? How, how are you? as a black man supposed to accomplish your goals, right? How are you as a black man supposed to accomplish your goals alone? Yo, let me let me tell you bandwagon ass nigga something. LeBron ain't shit. LeBron will never be Michael Jordan. He'll never be Kobe Bryant. Fuck LeBron. I said it. Fuck that raggedy Negro. Fuck that raggedy Negro. I'm going to tell y'all something I'm going to just vent real quick In my lifetime I've had plenty of, of, of Friends, right I've had plenty of business partners I've had plenty of associates I've been through plenty of things, right But I remember when DMX Was giving that interview and he was like, he was like, man, I don't even want all of this shit. Is I'd be happy as hell if I just, if it was just me and one dog and the open road. That's what he said, right? <clears throat> now I'm going to tell you the truth. I understand why he said that. Because what happens is when you when you're a black man and you come to the realization that no matter how many people are around you, you're alone, it, it makes you cold. It makes you cold. It makes you cold to everything and everybody. Because you you think to yourself like Like, for instance, you might have family members. that get mad at you about something. You know what I'm saying? Like your mom or your father or your uncles or your cousins. They might get mad at you because they disagree with something that you did. And you might be like, well, you know, it is what it is. I'm I'ma stand on that. And then they'll say something like if that's how you going to operate, then I ain't going to deal with you. And you be thinking to yourself, so the fuck what? You don't do shit for me. There's no motherfucking benefit that I get from fucking knowing you. If I was in bad shape right now, I couldn't think of a motherfucker I could borrow $100 from. So why do I give a fuck? It's like, oh, well, you don't want to be like that because if you fall off, you burn those bridges. Look, I'm here to tell you right now, even if you didn't burn them bridges, when you fucking fall off, you ain't going to be able to cross that motherfucking bridge because you ain't going to be able to pay the fucking toll. See, these motherfuckers will try to make you feel like that if you don't kiss their ass, they won't be there when you need them for support. But the truth of the matter is, even if you kiss their ass, they're not gonna be there when you need them for fucking support. Because they never was in the first motherfucking place. Trust and believe, when you're an individual who gets it out the mud, who, when you look for assistance and help There was nobody there to help you. Everybody turned their fucking back on you. You don't give a fuck who gets offended by what you say. I don't care who gets offended by what I say. The whole world can kiss my ass as far as I'm fucking concerned. I don't care who gets offended when I say shit. I don't. I do not. And if you're a black man, I'm going to tell you right now, that's the attitude you got to have, bro. Because the sooner you get it out your fucking head that somebody's going to help you or assist you, the better off you'll be. The better off you will fucking be. Because as long as you're walking around thinking that people are going to help you and support you, you're, you're setting yourself up for failure, bro. You're setting yourself up for failure. The only fucking person you can depend on and rely on as a black man is the motherfucker you see looking in the damn mirror. That's the only person you can fucking depend on. Motherfuckers get their little attitudes and shit. That shit makes me laugh. It's funny to me. It's funny to me. You, You look at DMX that just passed away. You look at DMX that just passed away. You look at Black Rob that just passed away. You look at Shock G that just passed away. Shock G, they said he had a heart attack. They said they found him. So you know what that means? You know what that means? If they're saying they found him dead, do you know what that means? Somebody, somebody tell me what that means. Tell me what that means, bro. If they found him dead, tell me what that means. He was alone. Thank you. Thank you. He was alone. He was by himself. And shit, Black Rob, he may as well have been by his damn self. Because the whole reason his ass was even in the hospital, the whole reason his ass was homeless is because he had no fucking support and dmx oh my god don't even get me started how many times have i went on a rant about how it's a shame that niggas won't help dmx while he was living but then after he died everybody want to fucking go to his damn memorial service everybody want to fucking you know you you got they they carrying the casket on the back of the truck you got all these niggas on motorcycle what the fuck was these niggas when he was alive Where the fuck were they when he was alive? Yo, I can't get people to do the simplest shit, bro. I can't get people like there's only so much time in the day and there's only so much that I can fucking do. I can't get people to do the simplest motherfucking shit, man. The simplest motherfucking shit. As, as a black man, I can't get motherfuckers to do the simplest shit, but there is a shitload of people that rely on me for all kinds of shit. And I'll be getting to the point where I just want to be left the fuck alone. Like, I'll be getting to the point where I just want to be left the fuck alone. Like, for real. Just leave me the fuck alone. Just leave me the absolute fuck alone. And you know what's crazy? What's so crazy about it is motherfuckers will treat you funny like you did something to them that's what's so funny about the shit they they will treat you funny like you did something to them that's that's why that's the main reason why i stay the fuck away from niggas that's the main reason why I'm like, I'm scarce. I just, I just do my thing. I live my life. I enjoy the little things I can fucking enjoy on my own. And I, I just, bruh. And I'm gonna tell you the truth. The fathers, the fathers and husbands and men out here that handle their business, they handle their business more than anybody else does, right? But guess what? When Father's Day come, you don't get surprised with no fucking Father's Day dinner. You don't get surprised with no fucking Cake. You don't get surprised with no bunch of presents and shit like that. You ever see when a when a woman's birthday comes or when Mother's Day come, how all of the kids come running in with all of the gifts and shit? Happy Mother's Day! All of that shit. You don't see that shit. That's why, I like, remember, remember on Lethal Weapon when uh 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 Danny Glover's character Was in the tub that morning. It was his 50th birthday. And his kids and his wife come busting up in there. To wish him a happy birthday. That was bullshit. It was bullshit for a couple of reasons. One. Your kids are not going to come in the bathroom. While you ass naked in the tub. That's one reason. The other reason is. Ain't nobody doing that for no damn father. And if there's a father out there. That your family does that for you. God bless. You're one of the rare ones. You're one of the rare ones. You're one of the rare ones. But as a black man, the majority of the time, everybody needs something out of you. But you rarely get anything out of them. Black man is literally Superman. Black man is literally Superman. Superman. If somebody shot Superman with a kryptonite bullet, they wouldn't even be able to save his fucking life. Because the hospital, the medics, they don't even have the tools necessary to get that kryptonite bullet out of his ass. But that motherfucker's flying around all day, every day, helping everybody, bullets bouncing off his chest, all of that shit. Ray said, yeah, man, wife, and son does that for me, I can't even lie, hey, you in good shape, bro, you in good shape, you in good shape, you in good shape, Grinch said, be selfish, black men, you damn right, you damn right, And Grinch know what I'm talking about. Grinch know exactly what I'm talking about because we've had these conversations before. Grinch know like I know. If, If Grinch had to depend on other niggas for his success, he'd be fucked up in the game. He know that shit. He know that shit. He know that. And see, I'm going to tell you something. There there was a time where I would try to train the people around me to be more fucking useful. But guess what? That becomes a fucking job. And you get tired of it. You get tired of that. You get tired of raising hell. You get tired of complaining. You just get tired of the shit. And you just be like, well, fuck it. I'm going to just do what I can do. And whatever I can't do, it just won't get fucking done. It just won't get done. Like that movie, The Devil Wears Prada. When that girl was hired to work for that freaking fashion designer. And she was breaking her neck and killing herself and going above and beyond and ripping and running to go get her coffee and shit like that. Can't no black man get nobody to do that for them. Can't no black man. Look at look at Puffy. Puffy had Farnsworth Bentley. But even with Farnsworth Bentley, Farnsworth Bentley was just waiting for his opportunity to become his own Puffy. You feel what I'm saying? Ain't no such thing as no Alfreds out here. There ain't no fucking Alfreds out here that's just in it for the service of it. Like, I know my position. I'm going to play my position. My position is to make this dude, you know, because this dude can do things I can't do. Niggas don't operate like that. They don't operate like that. You hire niggas to be up under you to do shit for you. They're just waiting for their opportunity to knock you out the way so that they can be the fucking king. That's why the hell pimps are so highly revered amongst black men. This is why black men look at pimps with awe. Because the pimp is the only black man that can get people to handle business for him. And that's the main reason why pimps are targeted, even though they didn't give a damn about old boy down there at the Bunny Ranch or fucking Hugh Hefner out there in motherfucking uh, uh, in California. Because it's cool when a white guy does it. A white guy can delegate responsibilities. A white guy can hire people to handle his business and it runs smoothly. The black man is the only man that hires people to handle his business or get people to handle his business and they half-ass do it. And then when you raise hell about it, look at you like you're an asshole for raising hell that they didn't do their fucking job. And when I talk about shit like this, I ain't gonna tell you no lie, bro. I feel like I'm just screaming at the moon. I feel like I'm screaming at the moon because here's the other fucked up part about it, being a black man. No one gives a shit. Everything I'm saying is purely logical. Everything I say is making perfect sense. But you know what black people will say, specifically black women? Oh, you're just making excuses. That's not how it is. You know, all that gaslighting bullshit, right? See, the crazy thing is, you are justified in your outrage, but the world treats you like you don't have a right to be outraged. That's the frustrating part of it. That's the frustrating part of it. You could be in a restaurant and they fucking up your order and you get upset and raise hell about it. Now, the maitre d' or whoever in the restaurant wants to call the police As if you didn't have a right to complain about the meal that you were paying your hard-earned money for. It's like the whole world thinks you're black. You're a black man. You should just be happy with what you have. <sighs> Shout out to official. Shout out to Star God. He said supporting and uplifting black men. Appreciate you, bro. Shout out to Incel. Shout out to Big Mike. He said their white daddy programmed them. Yeah. Ari said, you can only assume that the 500 plus people in here agree with you. Yes, some of them do. Some of them do, but not all of them. Some of them do, but not all of them. See, the last time, if y'all remember, when I was sitting in my office and I went the fuck off. Went the fuck off and knocked some shit over and all of that. That was righteous anger. But what did everybody use that for? What did everybody do? Niggas ran around YouTube making money for, Instead of the black men in YouTube understanding why I was frustrated, why I was frustrated and relating to what I was saying, they ran around YouTube and used me for content. Oh, he had a meltdown. Let me tell you something. If you're a black man in America and you've never had a meltdown, your black ass is in denial. You're in fucking denial. Being a black man in America and be and to be functioning... Being a black man in America and functioning and accomplishing your goals, the fact that you're not sitting in a nut house is is phenomenal. Samurai Will said, I've seen BWs take care of bums, but will hate a man that has vision. Facts. 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 Noble Tyrant, he said, hit the nail on the head today. Appreciate you, bro. Shout out to Real Rap. Like, I, I got family members that have asked me to work on their car because I know how to work on cars. I got family members that have asked me to 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 freaking to freaking do tattoos because I know how to do tattoos. Family members that asked me to cut their hair because I know how to cut hair. And it never once occurred to them. It never once occurred to any of them that maybe I grinded my ass off so I don't have to work on cars. Maybe I grinded my ass off so I don't have to do tattoos. Maybe I grinded my ass off so I don't have to do cut hair. Maybe I grinded my ass off so that I don't have to do manual labor. Shout out to David. He said, all facts AMG, appreciate you. But see, the problem is with our society is our society only views black men as having value as if we're useful. You, you can't be valuable unless somebody can benefit from you. You can't be valuable unless somebody's getting something out of you. Focus said, just today a BW was shocked that I was reading. Like the bar for brothers is that low that us reading is some sort of taboo. Cooley said, I remember one time my cousin tried a guilt trip and asked me why I didn't buy my grandma something to eat. Like, dude, she's not entitled to my money. Facts, facts. family member asked me to work on their car i said i don't work on my car why would i work on yours i don't work on my damn car why would i work on yours <clears throat> <clears throat> another family member asked me something about cutting cutting their grass I'm like nigga I grinded my ass off to walk around with a lot of money in my pocket is so that I could live a comfortable life. I did all my manual labor. You understand? Or, Or what people traditionally call grunt work. I did all my grunt work. Asking me right now to do some manual labor shit Is like asking a general To do some shit that a private does It's like with black men Our rank doesn't even fucking matter Our accomplishments don't even fucking matter Our accomplishments don't even fucking matter Look, Picasso said, oh, my God, the can you cut my grass this weekend shit, LOL, no. Those are my days off, and I say no, I'm lazy. Yeah, I I got my, my second oldest son. This is what he does. And I'm about to have a long conversation with him about that. What he fucking does... Is when I'm somewhere chilling. He's trying to constantly find some shit for me to do. Hey dad, can you do this? Hey dad, can you do that? Hey dad, can you do this? And I I try not to be mean. And I'm pretty sure he thinks I'm being mean. But I'll be like, yo, can you leave me the hell alone? Leave me the hell alone. If if I could grind to a level to where I had people doing shit for me like Prince Hakeem. Like wiping my ass for me, I would grind to that level. Because in my lifetime, I done had some fucked up jobs. I done had some fucked up jobs and I done worked my fucking ass off. To get to the level I'm at. And then you got people, every time I buy something, people keeping track. Like, why the fuck are you keeping track of what the fuck I'm spending? And I know some of my family members are watching. And I hope you are watching. Don't keep track of what the fuck I'm spending. Keep track of what you spending. Ain't never in my life, bruh. And I paid my fucking dues. I paid my dues and went through some shit. I paid my dues and went through some bullshit. I'm I'm not one of these old school black men. I'm not. I'm not. I wasn't even that when I was younger. When I was younger, I'd be at my grandmother's house. My uncles would come there and they'd be like, come outside and help me do this. Come outside and help me do that. Come outside and help me do... And I'm sitting there thinking, nigga, this is your day off. And not only is you trying to work, But you trying to get me to fucking work. And they used to look at me like I was crazy because I was hell bent on figuring out a way to make money without having to work my fucking fingers to the bone. You know why? Because I sat back and I peeped how white people operate. White people make money off of this instead of having to make money off of these. And what I found out is the people that make money off of this instead of this make more fucking money. But because niggas walk around with this mentality that you're only useful if you're doing something, right? It's like, it's like uh fucking uh Julius from Everybody Hates Chris. Every time you see him, he got on his work suit because he always fucking working. I'll be damned. You think I'ma work my ass off into an early fucking grave so that everybody can benefit from my work and I never benefited from it? shit bullshit 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 Like right now, right now, my father's at the door and ain't nobody answering the door. Hello? Get up off your ass and go answer the door for your grandfather. Okay. That's that's. Yeah, exactly. Dog power. And guess what? I learned that from Scrooge McDuck when I was a kid. When I was a kid, I learned that from Scrooge McDuck. Work smarter, not harder, work smarter, not harder. But guess what? All of the men in my family, they didn't work smart. They worked hard. They worked hard. And you know what they got for it? You know what they got for it? You know what their reward was for working hard and not smart? Oh, no, Picasso, they didn't get zero. They didn't get nothing. They got something in return for that shit. You know what they got in return? A bunch of fucking health problems. That's what they got. A bunch of fucking health problems. A bunch of damn health problems. That's what they got. That's what they got. That's what they got. And what happens is you you will mess around and work your ass off. And then you'll mess around and and be in an early grave. And then your grandchildren will be all on Facebook celebrating your wife or or their grandmother talking about some, I want to give a shout out to the matriarch of my family. And you just be like, wow. I seen somebody post that shit I seen somebody post that shit I said wow So the dude died And and now you want to pretend like (laughs) Y'all had a matriarchy the whole time Unbelievable 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 Unfucking believable. That's why I don't fuck with nobody. For real. I don't fuck with nobody. Let's stay on the right page. I do not fuck with them. I don't. I don't. All of this running around here celebrating femininity, celebrating women. What the fuck? Who's going in and out of my fucking house, man? I can I can tell you right now. I can tell you right now, I already know. I'm I'm gonna be I'm I'm gonna be a a mean old man. I'm gonna be a mean old man. I know I am. I know I am. It's it's almost it's almost impossible not to be. It's almost impossible not to be. As a black man, it it is almost impossible not to be a mean old man. It's it's almost impossible. It's almost impossible, bro. Grown man business. What's going on? He said in times when you feel like you're losing yourself, something you actually find, you actually find something yourself. Men need to recognize their value in this world hashtag men first you got that shit right you got that shit right you got that shit right men for men first i mean uh um uh, grown man business you got that shit right bro i've i've overcome I, man bro if look I say this a lot, but I don't think people really recognize it. I don't think people really, truly recognize it, right? The obstacles I have overcome to get to the position that I'm at. Everyone in my life should be kissing my ass. Every one of them. You hear me? But they don't. You know what they do? When you're a black man and you overcome obstacles and you freaking, you, you freaking do the equivalent of winning the lottery a few times over, they try to downplay it, they try to downplay it, bro. they try to downplay it, The things that the things that you would be worshiped for as a non-black man are ignored when you're a black man. Orange juice Jones, appreciate you. The things that you should be worshiped for, you're ignored for that. It's always about what you didn't do. It's always about what you didn't accomplish. It's always about the things you have not been able to attain or achieve. Always. 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 I represent 1%. One. A single percentage point. I represent 1% of my demographic which is black, male, Gen Xer that did not graduate high school, 1%. Only 1% of my demographic has reached the level that I've reached, one. And the only way for me to top it is to become a multimillionaire. That's the only way to top it. But even if I topped it and became a multimillionaire, I would still be 1%. That's how few Black men are that reach the level that I've reached. That's how few. No one acknowledges it, bro. No one. But I, but I can. I bet you any amount of money that if I was broke, sleeping on somebody's couch, I would hear about that shit every day. I would hear about that shit every day. If I was locked up in the pokey, I'd hear about that shit every day. When he gonna get his shit together? Why, why, why is it so hard for him to do? Di- uh, uh, uh. And I'm forward thinking. I got thousands, thousands of dollars in crypto right now as we speak. And that doesn't even include the thousands of dollars I have in the stock market. It doesn't even include the thousands of dollars I have in the bank. That I'm just steady building, steady building, trying to get to that millionaire status. During a time where only 10% of the entire population is above the poverty line. The average person in America cannot afford an emergency of $400. I'm sitting here right now, right now, with $1,000 of spending money in my pocket spending money but the average american cannot afford i'm gonna tell you something right now when i was when i was younger and i was struggling and i was trying to find my way and i was trying to accomplish my goals for a couple of reasons one i didn't want to be fucked up in the game you know i definitely didn't want to have to ask anybody for anything because as a black man There's going to be few and far between that's actually going to help you. So I didn't want to be at the mercy of poverty and I didn't want to be at the mercy of people who would treat me fucked up because I needed something. Right. Which is why when I'm riding down the street and I see a black man on the corner with a sign, I'll give him some money because I know what that's like to have nothing and nobody. Right. But here's the crazy shit. The other reason, the other reason why I was so bent and determined on being successful is because I did not want to be the stereotypical black man. In other words, I did not want to be the type of black man that would bring justification for the fucked up shit that people say about black men. And the crazy shit is, I truly believe in my heart of hearts. I truly believe that the opposite end of the spectrum would be just that, the opposite end of the spectrum. Because in my mind, logically, if I'm broke and fucked up and people are talking shit about me because I'm broke and fucked up. People ridiculing me because I'm broke and fucked up. People don't have nothing nice to say about me because I'm broke and fucked up. I'm thinking that when I'm on the other end of the spectrum. Successful I'd be celebrated But that's the catch 22 of the black man Because you're not supposed to accomplish that shit And the reason why is because people have gotten to the point Where they enjoy talking shit about black men And when you reach the level I've reached Or you overcome obstacles and become successful Now you become even more useless Because you don't fit the narrative You don't fit the narrative. So now they can't talk shit about you. So what they do is they just pretend you don't exist. They pretend you don't exist. If you're a black man who's successful, if you're a black man who's married, if you're a black man who takes care of his children, if you're a black man that's a family man, they pretend you don't exist. And the reason why they pretend you don't exist is because you do not fit the fucking narrative. The narrative of black men ain't shit. The narrative of black men don't take care of their children. The narrative of black men are not husbands and fathers. The narrative that black men are broke and they have to lean on black women for their livelihood. When the truth of the matter is quite the opposite. The truth of the matter is, you got a lot of black men out here that don't lean on nobody for their livelihood. They got it out the fucking mud. And as much as the women run around here complaining about they just want somebody to help them, the moment that you get to a level where you're achieving shit, you don't get no damn help. Only difference is, there isn't a whole fucking media machine talking shit about the fact that you don't get help as a black man. Shango, appreciate you. you. said, speak that shit, OG, no doubt. Get up here in some fly gear, some new gear. I'm happy about the fact that I'm no longer struggling. I'm no longer bummy. And what did niggas say? Oh, look at this nigga buying clothes. Look at this nigga. They really think you ain't supposed to have shit, bruh. They hate to see a black man accomplish shit. They hate to see a black man achieve so much so that they will try to circumvent it. They'll try to sabotage it. And I'm not even talking about strangers. I'm talking about people you know. I'm talking about family members. I'm talking about friends. They will try to fucking sabotage your success, bruh. Just so you can be the broke, bummy ass nigga that they can talk shit about. And they can feel better about the fact that really they're broke and bummed. I used to get hated on when I was younger. I guess it was because of my looks. Or whatever. I I don't know. But I have never. I have never. Received as much hate. As I've received. Since I became successful. Shout out to Michael. I have never received. This much hate in my life, bro. Like, I'll give you a prime example. So you saw the photo that I showed you guys yesterday. The photo that I took with my father and my two sisters, right? So I took a photo with my father and my two sisters. I posted it on my personal Facebook page. Bunch of likes. Bunch of likes post a picture by myself, one or two likes. Now you tell me what that is. Tell me that's not hate. Tell me that's not hate. Tell me that's not hate. If you post a picture, if you post a picture with your kids, you'll get a bunch of likes. If you post a picture with your wife, you'll get a bunch of likes. If you post a picture with your family, you'll get a bunch of likes. You post a picture by yourself, you're not going to get that many likes. And all that proves is that as a black man, you're not valuable. You're only valuable when you're attached to something else. You're only valuable when you're attached to something else. Go out and get a new car and post a picture of it. Get some new clothes and get dressed and post a picture. Get a job at Burger King. Post a picture in your Burger King uniform and say something like, yeah, times is hard, but I'm going to get to this paper and I'm going to boss up. You'll get hundreds of likes for that shit. But post a picture talking about you started your own business and you're your own boss and you don't have to answer to nobody. You might get 10 likes for it. You might get 10 likes. 10 likes. You might get 10 likes. And then we wonder... And see the crazy part is Being alone as a black man It's a different type of alone You feel me? See a lion Is not alone because there are other lions Birds are not alone Because there are other birds Birds But as a black man, you're alone because even your own kind hates you. Even your own kind hates you. said black men are more like tigers than lions? Actually, we're not. We're not like tigers. Black, black men are more like some alien creature. Black men are like Dr. Manhattan. Powerful beings that are hated because of their potential. And blamed for anything that goes wrong. But yo, I'm about to get up out of here, man. I might come back later on with another stream. I might, I might not, I don't know. And I'm gonna go and get me something to eat. And try to... meditate and make sense of this bullshit because this space was supposed to be a space to speak to things like this but it's not anymore it's not and the camaraderie that this space used to have it no longer has and no longer it's no longer a space where men speak for other men about things like this that black men go through. It's it's become a space where instead of speaking to the fact that nobody gives a damn about black people, it's become a space where you have nothing but a bunch of black people looking for the validation of the people that don't give a shit about them. It has become a space where black men are vying for the validation of the very people that we already know do not give two fucks about us. But yo, I'm about to get up out of here, man. I appreciate you guys for tuning in, listening. Y'all already know what it is with me. If you can relate to everything that I just said, trust and believe I'm gonna continue speaking for brothers like us. Because at this point, it's the only therapy we have. It's the only voice we have. So y'all know what it is, man. I'm gonna holler at y'all later. Deuces. Deuces.